For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Dodgers Nation, we are here at the winter meetings. We got, look at that, some sort of weird amalgamation here. Locked on Dodgers podcast, Blue Heaven podcast. We're rocking with you. As Doug would say, we got some Dodgers content. We got some baseball content. Uh, if you don't know, this is Vince. He is one of the fine voices of Locked on Dodgers. Of course, that guy in the middle is Doug McCain and the legendary Jeff Snyder Snydog, who you can find on DodgersNation.com, fine writing, and of course, locked on. So, boys, thanks for joining here. Thoughts on the meeting so far? You've been here. What are you thinking so far, Vince? Uh, yeah, first time at the meeting, so, you know, the movers and the shakers, as they say. I've been moving a lot, and I've been shaking a lot of hands. So, uh, for me, it's been different, but, uh, yeah, it's been cool. I mean, I got, I left L.A. this morning, and Verlander signed. And then as soon as I got here, Trey Turner signed. So, I don't know if I want to leave right now because someone's going to sign. Yeah, if you leave, all of a sudden, Carlos Correa is going to be off the board. Xander's going to be off the board. Jeff, what are you feeling? Doug, you're going to have to be the microphone man, by the way. Jeff, what are you feeling about, uh, well, I mean, you traveled. You had basically the same day. All the big names come off the board. What, what, are, you, what are you feeling about uh, what's left for the Dodgers? Yeah, you know, well, mostly I'm just glad that Vince mentioned hands about shaking because when I move, I shake, you know. Uh, click it's a jiggle. To that. It's a jiggle. We jiggle. <laughs> move, movers and jigglers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so why we're on the outside here if you guys are watching this. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you know, it, it's a lot of the guys who we were hoping the Dodgers might sign are now no longer available. You know, just in the last few days, we thought Jacob deGrom, Justin Verlander, and Trey Turner – that's three guys who I think we've all at least kind of pictured in Dodger blue. Yep. Uh, it's funny, the one who was actually a Dodger is maybe the one we thought was least likely. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, you know, it's, it, the possibilities are getting smaller and smaller. But as Andrew Friedman said, there's still plenty of people out there at all the positions. You know, if they still want to sign a big-name shortstop, there's still big-name big, big shortstops out there to be signed. Uh, there, there's not as many big-name pitchers. You know, I think Carlos Rodon and Kodai Senga are the two Big name pitchers at this Senga. point. Yeah, I want Senga. Um, Senga. And, you know, so, but there are people left to sign, but I was kind of hoping that the Dodgers would make a splash at these meetings, and there's still, you know, a day and a half left of the meetings. It doesn't mean that they won't, but uh, Aaron Judge is probably going to sign at these meetings, and it's probably not going to be with the Dodgers. And so yeah. there's going to be a lot of splashes made. Uh, some cannonballs in the pool, and uh, it's not you or me or Andrew Friedman doing them, Clint. It's uh, it's other teams, and I get it, but it's still, you know, it would be fun to be the team making the waves. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned Aaron Judge. Judge is probably going to be, uh, there's a strong likelihood he's 
got a new team or he has a contract by the time people are listening to this or watching this on Tuesday morning. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Trey Turner. He signs with the Phillies, $300 million deal, 11 years. Definitely didn't feel like the Dodgers were ever going to touch something like that. Doug, I want to ask you, was it smart of the Dodgers to let him walk if that was the cost? I think absolutely. When you talk about 11 years, $300 million, I mean, most marriages don't last that long. And you talk about a player that's so speed-centric that that's one of the biggest parts of his game. I think it was the right move for the Phillies when you consider maximizing Bryce Harper and they got a taste of the World Series. They want to get back there. And you look at about the production of Bryce and Stott. They had Didi Gregorius that didn't work out for them. So they definitely need to fill that hole at shortstop. So I think it makes sense for Trey Turner and the Phillies. But for the Dodgers, I don't think they even considered it. I don't think they were ever seriously engaged in talks with Trey Turner. Almost reminds me of Manny Machado where never, nothing materialized at all or it came close to materializing. So I definitely think it was the right move for the Dodgers not to try to bring Trey back. Jeff, we hear, we saw, we've read the Padres were in. They were kind of shocked. They didn't get it. What are your thoughts on uh, how far they were able to take their, their, um, their pitch to bring Trey Turner down the five freeway south. Yeah, there's an article by Matt Gelb from Philadelphia saying that the Padres actually offered Trey Turner more than the Phillies did, even when you factor in the different tax brackets that it more than made up for it. So basically, Trey took less money to go to the Phillies instead of the Padres. And my main thought on that is, <laughs> um, you know, it, it, quote him on it. You guys can quote him. <laughs> we, we got we got less Trey Turner facing the Dodgers, seven games instead of fourteen games, and. Uh, I don't know. I like when the Padres are sad, or Padres fans are sad anyway. And so, so I think that's cool. I, I think it's good. And I, I think Trey Turner did the right thing by uh, telling the Padres to, you know, go. I don't talk that way. Um, yeah, yeah. This but is, yeah, so the family show. Yeah, exactly. It's not. Uh, I, I think it's great. Uh, <laughs> you know, I would have liked to have Trey back on the Dodgers, but uh, not having him on the Padres is kind of fun. I mean, I kind of wanted to see him on the Padres. I think it makes the NL West more interesting. I ran the poll on Dodgers Nation. 75% say they would have booed him. So it might have gone like something similar to the Machado treatment. But I don't think he was ever seriously considering the Padres. I think he was using them probably to get that extra year. I think it was always the Phillies. I said that he would sign with Philadelphia. And that's kind of a theme this winter is you're seeing the reunions. The uh, the Scherzer-Verlander reunion in New York. And then you got the Bryce Harper-Trey-Turner reunion in Philadelphia. But, yeah, I mean, like you said, it's fun to see them as the Sadres not losing out on Trey Turner. But I still feel like they're in the glow of being the Dodgers in the NLDS. Yeah, we're, so we're going to talk more about Trey Turner. If you guys are watching us here on Dodgers Nation, Locked On Dodgers, we're also we're going to be collaborating there. So there's going to be more Trey Turner talk because I do want to hear Vince talk about it. Vince, he does say words. It's a promise. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Uh, we've heard Andrew Friedman talk a number of times this offseason already. Uh, Brandon Gomes et al. It seems like the focus is very much to stay under that luxury tax. They don't want to incur a, a, a penalty for the third year in a row. We know back burner, maybe Shohei Otani next offseason. But uh, to focus on it, I know you're somebody who's uh, you're pretty online. 
you, you're aware of, of fan takes. <sighs> do you think, do we think fans can accept a quiet offseason, especially coming off 111 win season where you go and get bounced in the first round? I guess it depends on what you mean by accept. Are we still going to lead the league in attendance next year? Yeah. But are, you know, are people going to be more vocal about it? Definitely. And I think that's where, you know, the, you know, the Carlos Correa talk specifically, you know, they've said, oh, like the fans, that's where you feel like, okay, the fans do take into account, but they're not going to take into account. If the Dodgers took into account what the fans thought, they would have signed a bunch of guys at a lot more money than they have before. And it hasn't happened yet. And it's worked out, you know, fairly well so far, depending on how you feel about, you know, postseason success and all that. But you know, for the most part, that's how it goes. That's how it is. And the Dodgers aren't going to, you know, we talked about this the other day. The Dodgers aren't going to let, like, the Padre moves affect their moves. They're not going to let the fans affect their moves. Should they? Uh, I don't know. But, you know, realistically, they, the Dodgers, what they've done is sit back and wait. And it worked out for Mookie Betts. It worked out for Freddie Freeman. And you never know how it's going to work out this year. Jumping off point right there. I had that as my next note. Do we think, do you guys particularly think, a big signing from an NL West team could alter course, you know, could could potentially help the Dodgers alter course in, uh, I don't want to say their budgetary restrictions, but their budgetary restrictions this offseason. The Padres go or the Giants go out and get Judge. What are the Dodgers doing? What do you think, Doug? I would say absolutely not. The Dodgers aren't going to let a Giants team make them deviate from their plan. They have their plan. They have their numbers with certain players. And rarely do you see them operate at the top of the market. Mookie Betts was a rare exception, but they weren't negotiating with anyone. It was just before he hit for agency, before he entered his contract year. And then Freddie Freeman was a situation where the Braves simply didn't want to meet his demands as far as a contract goes. So really, they're the rebound guys. They're like the Dennis Rodman of Major League Baseball. They they get those guys they can fall back on, but I don't think they're going to let Aaron Judge or a Giants signing dictate what they do. I mean, you're talking about this Dodgers franchise that they're very smart with the way they use money, the way they use their payroll flexibility, so I don't think that at all. And plus, who else is out there? Xander Bogarts or Carlos Correa? I mean, they know what they're willing to pay for those guys right now, and most likely it's a short-term high AAV deal. Jeff, you got any differing opinions on that? Uh no, I, I mostly agree with Doug for once. And, uh, <laughs> yes, you did it. <laughs> Big fan right there. Find him in the comments. <laughs> oh, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, and I don't think they should. I, I don't think they are as set on staying under the luxury tax as maybe you think they are. I, I think that they were willing to pay Justin Verlander a lot of money per year, just not as many years. You know, I, I think if he had been willing to take a one-year deal, they would have done it. I think if Trey Turner had been willing to take, you know, a six-year deal for a lot of money, Dodgers would have done it. You know, we know, or at least we've heard that they made an offer to Aaron Judge, that we heard the the total dollar amount. We didn't hear the years, but we can kind of guess it was probably about a five-year offer, you know, which would have been a lot of money per year. So I think that they they are willing to spend, and I think that's what's going to determine their course is if anybody takes them up on offers that are done on the Dodgers' terms. Which is what the Dodgers do best. We expect something to happen this offseason i kind of don't expect anything to happen major at the winter meetings but we'll probably dive more into that i'm assuming we will dive more into that on the locked on dodgers podcast so guys that's what we're going to cut it off here for for our blue heaven for the round table appreciate you guys hanging out with us here rocking with us make sure you guys subscribe to vince subscribe to doug subscribe to jeff and follow me if you want Uh, whatever you want to do. Um, And yeah, Lockdown Dodgers, we're going to be there. Okay, bye.
in a roaring stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.